you're listening to You Should Write a Song About That, a podcast where the double clicks have a conversation and then write a song about it. Don't panic. Here comes the podcast. Everybody dogs. Okay. Hi, everybody. It's the podcast. Hey, Laser. Hi, Aubrey. It's the podcast. It's the podcast. We're podcasting again, and we're again in the same room. Same room. Across the room from each other. Yes, but, but this time behind you, you have a painting you drew, and I have a painting I drew behind me. Oh, that's me. true. We could just look at our beautiful painting. It's such a nice backdrop, because we went painting. I, I had the best time. Uh, yeah, we, we went in and it's one of those paint nights where you also drink wine. Wine bottle and Bottega, shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Monday fun day. Monday fun day, pick your painting. Pick your painting. And we decided to go rogue and say, I don't want any of these paintings. Give me well, this Well, she painting. gave us four options that were all the same. Yeah, they were. Like boring background. And I understand why, because that makes it easier. But also, I don't want to do that. No, we wanted some, like, some... Night stars. We, Aubrey, we. I wanted night stars and and rainbow clouds. Yes, and the teacher said that we could do that picture if all of us did it. And then I decided that all of us were doing it. It's great. I'm so happy. <laughs> Laser uh, is great at adding things to paintings because you are an excellent artist. I'm a, a brilliant. I'm a kind of a visionary. Yeah, and so they added marzipan into this painting yeah because she's god and so it is marzipan looking out from the clouds and the heavens down upon all of us we'll make it the album art for this episode i love it so much yeah we had a great time we went with sarah and kenna both Yay! great people shout out and um we had fun we we needed you know just like a creative outlet we put i would say it was a break from recording but really, really we hadn't done that much work yet <laughs> It was good to feed our creative spirit. Yeah, and we've gotten a lot done since then. We sure have. And we can look at these paintings and think, wow, we did that. Yeah. We aren't even paint professionals. Wow. But we made these great things. We did. I kind of want to paint the entire wall of one, one, one of the studio walls like this painting. I love it. I'm here for it. Thank you. Probably not till the album is done. No, it's gonna. it's a future goal. I love it. I Thank love you. the goal. Because why not? Why not? They I can paint my... Nobody can stop us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, Abby, guess what I did that I didn't tell you about? Ooh. I solicited questions... No. ...from our audience. I didn't know about this, audience. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do some of these. Okay. And, uh, and it's... Uh, I'm excited. And you this have is to, fun. You this have is to a answer new that. segment. All right. There was much talk on a recent episode about earplugs. I've been wearing earplugs to sleep, highly recommended, and wondering if it's worth upgrading to the expensive ones from the El Cheapo Squishy kind I'm using now. That's from Graham. Excellent question. I, I think the squishy ones are great for sleeping because you don't want to hear anything. Yeah. So what? What the ones you have are I not. One's a guitar center called Ear Racers. So funny. Yeah, they That's just so add in funny. an A into Aubrey, eraser. you know what that is? What? Very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, the nice thing about it is it has a little metal carrying case, and it's marked left and right because they're shaped, hopefully, to your ear, um, and it comes in three different 
I think three sizes. I bought the medium size because they told me the small size is for like children. Um, so I like them. They're rated, I think like five dB. And I think normal squishy ones are something like 90, um, which is a lot more noise. Gotcha. So those are just like cut off the super loud just, stuff. You can yeah. still talk. You can still chill. I still, I, I feel like I hear people better because it's, it's making the background noise not as intense. Love it. So. Okay. I, this isn't interesting anymore. Anyway, did it's you like, have more to say? It's like forty bucks, so I think yeah. if you're if you're using it to sleep, it it's nice to have ones you can dispose of because then you don't worry, cry about losing them. I work a Seattle financial institution, and at least three times a day, somebody says, "Ha ha ha!" Don't you think it's funny that your name is Chase, and you work at a bank that isn't Chase? Wow. How do I dunk on these people super hard? For their totally not at all funny thing, but in a polite and respectful way so that I can keep my job. And that's from Chase. Uh, my favorite thing that's ever happened to me yeah. was a tiny um, elderly woman yeah. who, like, I was taking one of her friends to dinner because she had some memory problems. Yeah. And I complimented this woman and she said, do I know you? Uh-huh. <laughs> And the most, like, that was not an appropriate thing for you to say to me right now. Oh, wow. It was so good. And I will never forget the shame that came over me in that wow. moment. So I recommend finding, like, just pretend like you are an official so you can't lose your job. But you're also way more important than whoever's talking to you. Yeah. So it's just like, wait, do I know you? And then, like. They're just immediately going to be flabbergasted by that question. Yeah, I like that a lot. Gosh, that's a good answer, Aubrey. Thank you. Oh, do I know you do? Oh, that's okay. You you fixed it. Thanks. If you could be a bird, what would be your favorite? What would be the best part about being a bird? That's from John. Ooh, uh, I think constructing my own house. <laughs> using um, your spit. <laughs> yes, using my bird spit. Yeah. What? Isn't that what they do? <laughs> I think so. I think they get sticks and stuff. They use they probably use spit and sticks and like maybe I find some yarn or something oh, and so feathers. Like being really soft, covered in soft feathers sounds rad. I love that making your own house because I used to love doing that. We used to like every summer in our backyard, we'd build a big clubhouse out of like tarps and gutters and yes. stuff. Yeah, and that was very fun. I think you're right. I think building your own house would be great. You'd want to be one of those birds, I would, that builds, like, the whole thing. Yeah. With, like, a hole in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With a roof, and you'd be like, I built this. Yeah. And everything in it brings me joy. You could, like, get shiny stuff. Oh, spark joy. Oh, that's very good. Good answer, Aubrey. Thank you. What is your favorite short card game that takes, like, 10 to 20 minutes? That's from Jason. Ooh. Uh... Things that are coming up for me is uh, I like Sushi Go. Oh, yeah. Especially if there's a bunch of people that want to play because you can do like seven people yep. and it still goes really fast. Yep. Which is rad. Um, there's a very good, there's a YouTube series called Dragon's Den that's a parody of um, how to play 
board games yeah. and they put real board games and then have fake rules for them. <laughs> and the one for Sushi Go, like it's very clear you could see what this guy doesn't like about the games. And the Sushi Go one is it's a game where you just hand out cards and then you start scoring and scoring takes 45 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like no gameplay. What's really fun about this game is that you can is mostly scoring and no play. It's That's very funny. Fair. There's a lot of scoring. No, I but no, you're right. I love Sushi Go. And and recently I played Tiny Epic Galaxies. Oh, I've heard which the is things. also a card game. And uh though I think it has other little pieces. But at least it's a nice small compact game. Yeah. And uh and that is it's like a fifteen minute round. So that was that's kinda of fun for people who it it's like you're all trying to settle different planets. And expand your... It's colonizing space, basically. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Good times. All right. Um, I know we have stuff to talk about, but we've been together this whole time. It's true. So I thought maybe we would take some questions. I think you're brilliant, and I'm having a really good time. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, we'll get to that one in a minute. Okay. How do you organize lyrics of songs that aren't finished yet? I've got 30,000 pieces of random paper that has a chorus here, a verse there, etc. I need I, I need a better system for when I actually want to be writing them. I'll take this one. Okay, great. I don't know. <laughs> I do forget about songs, and then when I write songs, I don't put them in one folder. And so then I'll just like remember, like, didn't I write a song that had this word in it? Um, and this is usually on my computer. But then I also, every once in a while, will go through all my old journals and be like, oh my gosh, there's a whole fully written song here. <laughs> and it's like a gift from me from the past. From past you. Yeah. So I don't know. That's Just amazing. lose them and then okay. find them again. I mean, if you do want to keep them, just put them on your, on your computron, I think. I think um, Molly Lewis uses Evernote. That's, oh, that's yeah. what the fancy people use. Sure, sure. Um, I don't use Google Docs for lyrics because I don't know why they feel more personal than that but yeah i probably have well let's let's look how many folders do i have called lyrics on my computer one two three four five <laughs> um six so i don't know how to help you i'm sorry uh it sounds like you thirty thousand pieces of random paper that sounds like a lot it sounds like a good time to mari kondo yeah some paper well yeah and then i also have like voice memos on my phone i have a lot of like random stuff and then um not really on GarageBand, but yeah in the notes on my phone and that's the scary part the notes app because i definitely lose those sometimes yeah (laughs) like with sync and stuff so there are probably many songs that have just been lost i used to keep all of my songs in, in a note called song ideas and then I just don't trust that that's being updated well. So now I don't keep track of anything. Great. Solution. (laughs) Aubrey, what's your favorite part? Oh, that was from Kendra, by the way. Aubrey, what's your favorite part about being in a band as cool as the double clicks? That's from Jonathan Gould. Ooh, excellent question, Jonathan. Uh, I think one of my favorite things is how great the songs are. And then another one of my favorite things is how great... It is to play shows for people because the people that come to the shows are super great. We just had two really amazing shows. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just, I love that uh, because it's such a cool band, we don't have to just play one mood because we can do funny and we can do a little bit sad and we can do a little bit of everything 
Feels good. Little bit of everything. Oh yeah, it's a Dawes song. Um, Aubrey, <laughs> do you want to talk about the shows that we did this weekend and how they were to. different from each other? Yes. <laughs> We did a wonderful show at the Salem Public Library, yes, uh, which is south of Portland, yes, uh, capital of Oregon. They uh, they gave they let <laughs> us use their beautiful auditorium. Yeah, this is the second time we went. Yes, and the first time it was I would say assorted folk music fans. It's yes. a free show, so yeah, um, and then uh, very intense double clicks fans. But that was like maybe three families, right? Three or four intense double clicks fans. Yeah, families. okay, which was wonderful. And I was really looking forward to going back. And uh, they, we did it. We're, we, uh, we had a lot of people show up early. Yeah, like so two hours early. I think what happened is the word spread, <laughs> and the super fans were there. Doors open at six thirty. The library closed at six. They were there around five. Yeah, because they wanted to be in the front row. Amazing. And so yeah, as soon as we started setting up, they were there, and they were just like. <gasps> Listener, you could see us from any row in that auditorium. You definitely could. But they were in the front. Yeah. And uh, th- I was so happy they were in the front because they're wonderful. some of my favorite people. They have very good outfits on. Yes. They're very smiley. I like them a lot. Um, but yeah, no. So and then just everybody had brought their child from the between the ages of six and 12. All of the children. All the children. Some of Salem. them were in themed T-shirts, which was great. There was everybody was great. And yes. as they entered, I was like, this is so exciting. But it ended up being like 50 children. And when I say but, I still mean this was great. Everything about it was my favorite thing that's ever happened. Yes. It was anarchy. It was, yes. There were little kids climbing onto the stage. There yep. was like a little toddler pit to the left <laughs> with a bunch of... It's a very large stage, but still. Yes. That were like sitting on these stairs, which is how you climb up to the stage. And there was somebody watching them. But every once in a while, one of them would go rogue and get onto the stage. <laughs> and then in the back, there was a group of middle school kids maybe younger who were flossing (laughs) so hard they were so good at it they were they started with just a dance and then and i was like i wonder if flossing is going to happen it sure did (laughs) um and then yeah the middle section was like these people who came in and they were like so i heard this is comedy and music am i gonna like it oh my gosh (laughs) i loved it (laughs) i have never been so distracted doing a show, you but did I, such a good I just job. like eyes forward, yeah. just sing because as soon as, if you're the person that people are watching, yes. when your eyes wander, people look to that. Oh, absolutely. Which is why like when somebody does a solo on stage, the best thing that the other people can do is look at them. Yeah. I was trying very much to focus on you Yeah, while you were, cause it made it easier. Yeah looking at the children creeping up behind you. Yeah. So that, that's the part <laughs> it's like, it's, it's not that hard. But it's not easy. And the part that makes it hard is not how cute the distraction is, but also that you feel like you might be under attack at any moment. <laughs> like, we have a toy on stage. We have the cat yes. keyboard. Yeah. And there are children who want to play with that toy more than anything in the world. It's like, true. we are, it's like seagulls with bread. It's like, <laughs> it's such a, it was amazing. It was. We had wonderful uh, librarians that had our back. They, definitely had our it back. It was so nice. There were definitely folks who came up to us before the show. It was like, there's a lot of kids here. Is this just for kids? And then the librarian who really liked it, shout out Shara. Yeah. I uh, was like, yes, it's great. It's like, it's for everybody. It's like a Disney movie. It's Aww. like, oh, they were so nice. Yeah, it was amazing. It really was. It was a night, as I kept saying on stage, a night I would never forget. Nope. I think I said it was a waking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but like in a fun way. <laughs> 
Which in just, a way where you were having a panic attack. It, well, yeah, but I wasn't. Like I'm That's so amazing. I don't know. I'm, you were I, in the zone. I was in the zone. I was fine. I was just like so like in disbelief. Yeah, because it felt like anything could happen at any moment. Oh my gosh. And I wanted to encourage the kids who were dancing, but I didn't want to do it until the very end because oh, yeah. we have definitely gotten in that situation where as soon as you acknowledge something, either good, either in a good or a bad way, it gets so much yes. more intense yes. and so much more distracting. And so we did decide for the very last song for Tabletop. We had all the kids come stand up front and dance oh and my floss. Gosh. I have a video of it. That was amazing. It was great, but it was like, I can't do this and then do another thing. No, 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 This no. has to be the last thing that the show does. Smart. That was well done. Gosh, it was fun. And it was like what they said, 180 people. Yes. It's so like, you. it's funny that our shows feel smaller when they're bigger Ah. because when it's small, you can see everybody and you are participating with everybody. But when it gets big, there's just, and plus we're on a stage, so we're further away. Right. So you feel like there are less people. Yeah. At least I do. Yeah. And then on Sunday, <laughs> and then on Sunday, it happened to be Super Bowl Sunday. We didn't know about that. We didn't that. realize that till the day before. It was hilarious. That was, I told this joke on stage, but it's not really a joke. It's just this thing that happened. The day before, we were like, I wonder who's playing the Super Bowl. And we asked Siri, and Siri said it was the Patriots and the Rams. And Justin, my brother-in-law, yes. your, your husband, my husband, was driving and was like, I think that the Rams are from los angeles and i was like i'm from i live in los angeles <laughs> certainly certainly you would know certainly i would know and everybody laughed so hard at me because <laughs> the rams are from los angeles it was a good joke I, everybody knows that apparently well i mean some very nice person said well it's only a recent thing that they're oh my part. gosh that person was my favorite <laughs> they sat right in the front i don't think they'd ever been to no, a double click show before. they were their friends brought them and they were so good yeah they really were on my side yes Everybody really had your back. That. We had uh, a super fan who who will reply to every rhetorical question that Laser says oh, during yes. banter right up front. The child? Yes. Uh, that was my favorite part. And they, in the second half of the show, was her name Rose? Yes, Rose. Whereas they were coloring on yeah. the floor. And we brought coloring pages to both these shows. Yeah, yeah. We brought coloring pages to both the shows. Oh, my gosh. The Salem show there was no it was just a theater so there was no word for people to color so before the show it was just all these toddlers with the coloring books and on the stage yes like Leaning on the on edge the of the stage, stage. Yep. and i was like honestly that's fine yeah because if they stop coloring they start running around and screaming but somebody stopped them from coloring when the show started oh, no. you gotta just let them color <laughs> It's like D and D. If you're not knitting, you're looking at your phone or yelling or something while you're listening to things. It's so good. Yes, but Rose was sitting on the floor and coloring. And whenever I said something, I was like, I, I'll have the joke of like, one more new song and then we'll get to the good stuff. And she was like, But this is all good stuff. I'm having a great time. But she's talking like into the floor, so you can't see yeah, her. You're the only person I can only hear. Can hear. <laughs> Ah, so good. So but dark. also, this kid has moves for all of our songs. Amazing. So the first half of the show, if you look at, if you look, you know, she's doing jam and she's yes. doing cats and she's got the whole. Oh. This was a great show. There were lots of adorable kids. I feel like the Portland kid audience was younger. Yes. And they didn't all group up. No. And form a Lord of the Flies type <laughs> flash mob, like they did in Salem. They had plenty of seats at the show, which was great. And, uh, yeah, it was also the afternoon, not past everybody's bedtime. Yeah, that was 
in Salem, it was a show from seven to nine, which is probably past most of those children's bedtime. But it was incredible. It really was. Anyway, so yeah, that's the best part about being in this band. Yes. Just the wildest wildest i love performing with you later shows it's so much fun it's very fun all right let's see if we have any more questions uh oh brandy sent us a picture of essie excellent tiny lap dogs and their bestness discuss 100 percent. they're the best they keep you warm and you keep them warm so true a question from Craig. Can you talk about meeting with and then working with the Misbehaving Maidens? How did you meet? Oh. I think we met on Twitter. Okay, cool. I remember them reaching out and asking if they could cover Will They or Won't They on their album. Nice. Because they have a cover slash parody of our song Will They or Won't They. Um, and then we've met them at Dragon Con. Yes. In person. It's just one of those things with the internet. Like, when did... When was the first contact? No idea. Yeah, I'm not really sure. We'd have to basically look through our Twitter mentions, which is what I did when Rich and I started dating. It's like, how long have we been friends? <laughs> like, <looked laughs> A long time. Old Twitter mentions. Let's see yes. our old conversations. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think then. And then we, I went to their show this year at Dragon Con, which yes, is the first did. time I'd seen them live. And they are amazing. If you haven't checked out the Misbehaving Maidens, especially live, um, they filled the room like you couldn't get in it was so full no one was supposed to get in and no one was supposed to get in right and we got there and they were like you can't get in and then they started playing will there won't they and i just burst was like i wrote this song let me <laughs> in and, and then the people who ran the filcrum were like okay and that was that was that was i think the one that was my one do you know who i am it's like so i gotta good. see this band <laughs> i didn't hear their intro to the song which made me very sad Aww. but um I got to stand in the back and watch people sing along, which was very bizarre. That's amazing. Yeah, I I loved it. It was great. It's very strange to like be singing along with a yes. song that you wrote. But yeah, they're incredible. Lucky Annie um, knows way more than I do about marketing Kickstarters, and so we're in a secret Facebook group. We talk <gasps> about a lot of stuff. That whole nice. that whole team is amazing. So yes, check out Misbehaving Maidens. They are not appropriate for children, except when we make them be, so that we can do shows. <laughs> <laughs> but they have an incredible like the just the energy on stage is amazing. They yeah. really and they're they're it's not an act. Well, it's probably an act, but. It's real, yes, but also so fun. Like I think a lot of if you're, I, I know they and a lot of people started in like the the shanty scene or like your your the Renaissance fair, like that kind of thing. And it's like we're playing these characters, and they definitely have names and stuff. But they, um, it's very real. Like they're singing about really real stuff. Yes, and they are they're very passionate about it. Yeah, they're not hiding their genuine truth for the convenience of a rhyme or a song or something like that. They're, I, I like them a great deal. All right. Great question. Great question, Craig. All right, here we go. What are y'all's favorite parts of making an album? What parts are the absolute worst? Also, which parts are quicker or slower than one might expect? This is from Josh. They asked in the Discord. Ooh. I thought this might be a good transition into the rest of the we podcast. We've been making the album... This is, it's been a couple of years. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Since we made our last album. Yeah. And last time uh, we did it, we did produce it ourselves, but we also had the wonderful help of Daniel 
ate the sandwich. Yeah, she was here. She was here. And she was so good. Really, really helpful. And uh, and it was a very emotional album. Not that this one doesn't have emotions on it. Yeah, that one was more all sad. Yes. And not funny. Right. Or at least low on the funny. And this is a very funny album. Yes. Um, I, yeah, what's hard? Uh, I think that you go through phases, in my opinion, I go through phases of like, this is great. And also I hate all of this. Yeah. 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 This is so bad. And I think that happens from the very start way beyond the end. Yes. Cause I have that phase with albums that we put out five years ago. It's like, sure. this is good. This is bad. Um, just, yes. I've literally, literally watched you listen to songs that we haven't listened to in a long time and you go, Oh yeah, this is a good song. This is a good song. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's so, it's weird. It is weird. I feel like it just takes so much energy and not just, it is a lot of physical energy. It's a lot of brain em- energy. It's a lot of emotional energy and, trying to focus enough to do it because it takes a lot of time to get things that are album perfect because there is a certain standard uh, that I was taught in when I went to recording school that uh that you want it to you don't want anybody big to be Bob's sp- recording school big Bob's recording school <laughs> uh yeah and they they just the ideally there wouldn't be any mistakes on it because yeah. It's going to distract the listener. Plus, well, yeah, you're putting all that money into pressing it on a CD or yeah. whatever that you want it to be good. And it's going to be the thing that you want people it to listen be to. Possibly the best version you could possibly make of that song. Yeah. And that's especially for us because we release music a lot of like we'll put it out on YouTube. We'll put it out on this podcast. We'll, we'll release it a lot of different ways. So the yes. album is kind of like this is the thing, even though for most people, the canonical version of our songs is the YouTube. It's the YouTube. Yeah. Um, I think. It's great. I think it's very, it can be very fun. I think it breaks us down to our elements. Yep. You can see on our Instagram story that we like start finding things like Aubrey wearing a top hat or your little <laughs> dinosaur very funny. Like last album, we had the potato yeah. was our mascot. You just kind of need to cling to any. you got to spark some joy. Bit of humanity that you have. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of work and then like, ah, I can't do it anymore. Cause you get in your head, especially with vocals of like, how do words work? How do I put emotion into words? Yeah. You know, it takes sting. I don't know. It takes sting three days to do a vocal. And he's done it before. Um, the, yeah, just for one song. It, it, but it is, it's, it seems to be quite a shared experience for people to listen to their recorded voice. And it, it's a really jarring feeling because you don't normally yeah. listen to yourself. It doesn't sound like me at all. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. Yeah. And it, but you're, because you don't listen to yourself outside your head. No. So uh, the more you do it, the more I feel like it seems like it's getting easier for you or maybe you're... Yeah. I mean, I'm medicated and stuff. Uh, but it's, yeah, yeah. I think I, I feel better about this album than I have past albums. I'm less nervous than That's I have exciting. been. A couple of things that we've learned in album history, um, uh, you know, when I, last time I went to therapy, which was too long ago, but, um, she, she gave me like two really good takeaways, which one was like, it's so stress. I was like, it's so stressful and we're always crying and it's so much work and I want it to be not so much work. And she said, is it possible that it's just always going to be hard? <laughs> is it just a hard thing to do? It's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and the other thing was we, uh, learned that I 
am, I get a little stressed out by the number of things I can control. So now Aubrey turns her computer screen away yes, from me. I do. And I just get to think about something else. Yeah. It, it's great. I don't have to be like, just press the button and make it go, which I definitely recommend. Yeah. It is really stressful to be looking over the engineer's shoulder no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like, just think about something else. You're They're handling that part. You do your part. Everything's yeah. fine. I think that made, that has made a huge difference for me and for our relationship in the studio. Yes. Just like separate your tasks and yeah. Aubrey works super hard in the studio because I get to sing and then like sit down and take a nap for three hours. But Aubrey has to do all the work because she engineers and produces and records and edits everything. It's a lot of little things. It's the, the singing is the most emotional work and physical work. So it's it's nice. You've put in a lot of a lot of work this week. And so I, I appreciate having you here because it gives me like a focus, like, okay, I'm going to stick to this task and get it done. And it doesn't matter how long it takes because they're fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm chill. Taking a nap. Yep. Uh, okay. I think that's all the questions that I... Thank you for all the questions, everybody. answer. That was um, right. Make sure that's it. Yeah. Thank you so much for everybody. Um, maybe we'll do this more because that's kind of fun. Isn't it? Highly enjoyable. Oh, sorry. One more question oh, oh. from Ben Coleman. What are your preferred tie knots? <laughs> we did start wearing ties. I only know how to do the very basic one. The one, one from Google? Yeah, that one. We'll probably get into some more, though. That yeah. feels like something. Ben Swallow has been complimenting Ooh. our new look, so yes. I think he'll probably get us into some, some dope new tie knots. Speaking of which, we took a trip to Target. Yes, we did. And I got a new fuzzy coat. It's so good. It's so good. It's my new life. It doesn't matter where we go. Everybody says, that's a great coat. It looks warm. It looks really warm. It is snowing up here in the Northwest. It sure Not is. Not specifically where we are, but kind of, it feels like we are in the center of a of a storm. Yeah. Which Twitter, Snowmageddon is, tr is trending on Twitter. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. It keeps saying it's going to snow this week. We haven't. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We're waiting. <laughs> uh, it might this weekend. We'll see. Yeah. Um, okay, what else we got? What else did you want to talk about? Uh, and most of my things are about food, which may not be that interesting. I mean, talk to me about food, Aubrey. Uh, well, we we went to the spaghetti factory last sure night. Sure did. It was so tasty. Yep. They have... Uh, some made-up facts on their placemats. <laughs> yeah, Justin is in marketing, so he was like, I bet they just make these up. <laughs> I bet they do. I was so hungry. It was the best mm -hmm. uh, after a long day of recording to go get that old spaghetti factory. Get that old spaghetti factory. And we've only been to Taco Bell like three times. Only three times. I was falling apart today because I slept in and then I didn't take my meds, which is the twist ending of this story. I was just <laughs> sitting here like, choices are hard. Why is everybody emailing me? Stop texting me. I haven't taken my meds today. <laughs> was amazing. I'm feeling better now. I'm so glad. That was like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm feeling so good. I was, we are the, the end of the, when I first got here, I still had two big projects to finish. You sure did. And I haven't finished them, but I decided I'm not going to. Whoa. So <laughs> I am, but I'm not, I'm like, <laughs> these days are recording days. So let's just do that. Um, and so that has actually helped me quite a bit of like, you don't have, don't think about the things you're not doing. Just think about the things you are doing. 
Thank you for being here. I'm so happy. Um, how long have we been recording? Like over 30 minutes. Oh, cow. Oh, cow. Oh, oh cow. Oh, cow. <laughs> uh, what's our song going to be about? Oh, gosh. We, do we ever not have time to write a song? <laughs> let's do Let's do an improvised song. All right. Okay. Aubrey, you got, well, okay. You want me to set up a different mic? Yeah, we'll set up a different mic. We're just going to do a quick improvised song based yep. on this podcast so that we don't have to record another song. Uh-huh. Because uh, this is too much. We're doing a lot. We've already, we're recording we're 14 songs for this album. for you to hear those. Uh, so, yeah. So, here comes a little improvised number. <laughs> Hope you like it. All right. We're all set up. What are we going to write a song about? What if we did a song about... Making an album. Okay, here we go. I wake up every morning and head down to the studio. Studio. Actually, it's like two o'clock, but if I don't tell you, you'd never know. is free.